Hello and welcome to this week's The Two Fighter, the podcast about two mates who love talking all things sport and debating all things sport. Named after the uh, stake of a bet we usually have every time we gamble on a bit of sports, which we usually do with each other, or in my case at the bookies this weekend, not very well. Uh, I'm your host today, Jono. And I'm Gaz. And yes, we'll be bringing you a two-part in this week. Uh, let's let's go straight to the bar maker. We've had a question from uh, young Anthony in uh, the Cotswolds, <laughs> who asked. Right, go he on. He said if we uh, we're going to pick a uh, Premiership eleven, but we're only allowed to uh, pick a player from one player from each team. So uh, if you pick Van Dyke, you can't have Salah. If you pick Pogba, you can't have the hair. That kind of thing. Uh, yeah, I like it. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you have a little think about that, Gareth, while we're, while we're talking. And uh, and it's uh, is this team of the year so far? Then yeah, sorry, team of this season. The, uh, team of this season. But while you're uh, while you're thinking of that, we uh, the Premiership rumbled on this weekend, and uh, it was nearly curtains for your boys, wasn't it? Um, but you battled through, got a good win against Palace, um, uh, and yeah, Man City just rumbled on really didn't they so the uh, four point gap remains as it was before the start of the uh, start of the weekend it does I, th- I think there's a question in there um, <laughs> yeah we, uh, we we were a bit lucky uh, really to be honest I think all uh, most of our goals were um, had a bit of a slice of luck to them whether it was deflection or a keeper howler or um, a, a, perhaps a dodgy handball from uh, from Robertson um, but, uh, but having said all that uh, yeah, before the first goal, um, it was a, a clear penalty on, on, from a handball from Townsend, which we didn't get. So uh, I wouldn't say it perhaps evens itself out, but um, yeah, there was uh, there was some poor re- poor refereeing for both sides. But uh, but yeah, Palace showed against City a few uh, few weeks back. They're, they're no mean uh, mean sign at the moment. Uh, Roy the boy has got them uh, got them playing. Come come um, back to his favourite ground. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he does. To be fair, he's been back a few times and got results. Uh, results. He's probably got more results with other teams than he did when he was Liverpool manager, actually. But, um, but yeah, so he he, uh, he was there to upset us. Um, but yeah, we uh, we managed to come through. Okay, you wanted you, and, you wanted uh, a question. Are you uh, are you concerned that this uh, much devoted defence of yours that was supposedly going to take you to the title conceded three goals at home against Crystal Palace? Well, I think we touched on it last week, didn't we? There are uh, it's a depleted defence from what it was uh, well a month ago, maybe in a couple of weeks ago. Uh, but even so, like I just said, Palace scored three at City away. Um, yeah, not, not great conceding three against Palace, but still, uh, other teams have, have done similar and they set up well on the counter. Their first goal was uh, was excellent. Um, yeah, just a quick counter. Zaha looked a threat, and. Uh, and, and the main thing, I suppose, is that we came through with a win. Uh, that was, again, not a like similar similar to a lot of our performances this season. It was uh, it wasn't the best performance we've uh, we've ever produced, but um, showed the uh, the character to to come through and get the three the much needed three points. Um, so yeah, d- defensively, there, there perhaps are a few concerns, um, but probably not going to base it on this one game. We'll uh, we'll see how we get on the next. Next couple, the next one's Leicester at home. Um, no right back, no one uh, suspended. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I, was, I was perhaps rightly getting some stick for even mentioning Moreno's name uh, in the last podcast, but <laughs> but yeah, there's uh, there's perhaps a, a bit of 
shifting around that needs to be done. Maybe Camacho can play there, um, or uh, or even put um, Fabinho back at right back. And um, I don't know whether we'll have Gomez back by then because we obviously uh, Liverpool don't play next weekend because it's the uh, the FA Cup. We decided to uh, dip out of that. Um, so we get a week off and gives a chance to, uh, to for the boys to be back. Um, yeah, it's interesting. It, it, it perhaps will be a bit more of a makeshift defence, but, um, but I still think we'll have too much um, for Leicester. But whether it's uh, when we play United in a couple of uh, a few weeks' time, well, middle middle of February. Um, hopefully, we need uh, yeah most of our defence back by then. And, um, otherwise, we uh, we could be in a bit of trouble. Unlike Man City, I've just heard the last six games they've won uh, twenty-seven to two. Any goals scored and against? Um, they're uh, <laughs> after a little bit of blip in uh, over Christmas. They seem to be uh, in a very good nick, and uh, yeah, keeping keeping the pressure on you. They are, yeah, and um, it'd be interesting, perhaps, if City had played first this weekend and uh, they closed the gap to one. One point, and then we'd have to play Palace at home. Um, whether whether there'd have been a different outcome, but uh, yeah, the pressure was on them, I suppose. Um, once the gap had gone out, but they they, uh, they came on well against uh, a managerless Huddersfield. Uh, although there were, I don't know whether you saw the story about Sky trying to interview who they thought the uh, the new manager was. Yeah, lovely that, lovely. Um, it was just uh, I just heard another another podcast, the rival one, uh, saying it would have been why didn't he why didn't he go for it? Why didn't he take his um chance to shine and uh, just do a fake interview pretend he was the manager <laughs> yeah so I don't know you know what happened but, it, but um, Sky halfway through the game well it was about 70 odd minutes uh, they cut to one of the roaming reporters going to go and interview who they thought was the new uh, potentially the new manager in the crowd um, and when they went to chat to him it turns out he was a, a bloke from Huddersfield who uh, <laughs> he was there to he was there actually to support City um, bizarrely but, uh, but yeah it, was, uh, it certainly wasn't the new man uh, but yeah, City, like you say, got back to City, they are rolling on and um, it, it doesn't really look like, it looks like they've put that blip from uh, Christmas time behind them and can't really see where they're going to slip up in the near future. But well, uh, hopefully the um, yeah the pressure will, will tell at some point. Well, they've got uh, they've got, got it the other way around, <coughs> pardon me, next week. So they've got Newcastle uh, away on the Tuesday and then you've got Leicester at home the day after. So maybe we could cut it down to one point before you play. Yeah, well, it should do, shouldn't it? It's, um, they shouldn't struggle against Newcastle. Oh. And Newcastle got their own their own issues. Yeah, um, but uh, the although I haven't go. As you say, I, I, I just mentioned Newcastle briefly there. They had a much needed win against Cardiff on the on the weekend. A good win too. Three uh, 0 three 0 hammering. Um, yeah, some much needed. Uh, breathing room. They're two points away from the relegation zone, so they're not 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 climbing out of there by any stretch, but. Uh, Three, three teams above them are all only a, a point ahead. So yeah, it's uh, yeah, uh, three points separating the fourteenth to eighteenth. Uh, so yeah, mm. still, still could be anybody's, apart from probably Huddersfield, who are definitely gone. You'd think. Um, but the game of the weekend, Gareth, or the biggest tie, biggest two names was uh, the mighty Gooners uh, back against uh, Chelsea, <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, got, got me. Got me wondering why uh, Arsenal don't play like that every week. A uh, two-nil win and and we're in it energetic and purposeful and just yeah and 
didn't have much ball, but uh, made use of the ball they had and, and were all over Chelsea defensively. And uh, means we've now got what could be a, a three-way battle for for fourth place. Yeah, I, I thought Arsenal were um, were impressive, um, and uh, I thought <laughs> I thought Ramsey was uh, was possibly your best player in uh, in that game. Um, that he was everywhere, and uh, it, it, I don't know whether it's a it's a tactic for Moon right now to to play the high press and close down Chelsea quickly, but um, it stopped largely stopped Louise with his um, his long raking passes. I know they had a couple of there's one play through to Pedro, wasn't there, where he just popped wide, but. But, uh, but yeah, I thought Arsenal were, were much um, much deserved for the uh, the three points. Um, yeah, perhaps, perhaps a tad lucky with uh, Chesney's goal coming off his shoulder, but um, the Lacazette was a was a touch of class the, the way he brought down the ball. Chesney, do you mean Koscielny? Um, yeah, Koscielny, sorry, not Chesney. <laughs> Just keep you on your toes. Um, but uh, but yeah, I thought Lacazette was a, was a cracking goal, uh, lovely touch, and uh, created some space inside the box. And, and smashed it past uh, past the keeper at his near post. Yeah, he has got a, a lovely first touch, Lacazette, and he yeah, he's, he could have gone down as well. To be fair, he got he got quite he decent have. challenge in him, but he decided no to go on, and he, and he got the just rewards. But uh, yeah, just just got me thinking really why why are Arsenal, you know, you uh, when we talked about the the North London derby where they were similarly energetic and up for the fight, and you said it was perhaps just cup final for them, and you you proved right. Um, and they haven't really played that well again until now, and uh, it seems I think Emery has made them attack well, but it still can vary one game to the next. What they're trying to do, they looked completely without any creativity against West Ham last week, and then this week they they created stuff and were were bombing forward very well. So he still doesn't seem mm. to know his best side, and just why not play with that sort of energy every week? And and you know the the top two teams in the league, City and, and Liverpool are. Are both two of the best teams without the ball as well as two of the best teams with the ball. Um, and yeah, just to gave me a glimpse of what Arsenal could potentially be, really. But um, United managed to uh, keep the good times rolling for them uh, with a 2 1 win against Brighton. Uh, not, not as impressive as recent weeks, but uh, that means three points separate uh, fourth and sixth. So uh, who do you think will finish fourth, Gareth? Um. I'd probably still stick with Chelsea. Um, I think United looked impressive um, under under uh, Solskjaer, but I wonder how much of that is just trying to prove Mourinho wrong. At some point, surely that's going to going to start to wear off. Um, unless it doesn't, unless it just carries them through for the rest of the season. Um, but no, I, th- I, find, I think that's going to start to wear off uh, over the next month or so. And um, and also, like I say, they did, again, they're just perhaps a bit inconsistent. West Ham last week and uh, and then Chelsea this week is chalk and cheese and um, although you probably could argue the same same about Chelsea um, but I think Chelsea just got a bit more especially if Higuain comes to to join them uh, I think they're gonna have a bit more in their uh, in their locker um, yeah I fancy Chelsea to finish finish fourth I disagree I think they were in a, a bit of trouble and I did call them flat track bullies uh, earlier in the season and. But then when I beat City after that, but but since then I still haven't really been impressed with what they're doing. I think Higuain, at his best, would be a, a great signing for him, but uh, it's not not sure if he's still at that and hasn't been playing as well in Italy this year. Um, and yeah, they just seem to. No, he's and not. They just seem to. He, he was, go on. I was going to say he, he, he's not been as good this year, but he was he was still very good last year. Um, yeah, whether it's, it was the right move for him to move away from Juve. 
Um, I think he's still still very much a, a class operator, and I think if uh, the team is based around him, um, Hazard can drop off from being playing that false nine or false ten or his false striker, whatever he's playing. Uh, he can play um, just off Higuain. I think they've got Pedro's uh, showing um, some of the signs of uh, what he was as a Barcelona player, and um, still Willian there as well. And I think they've got got some quality going forward. They just they just lumbered a bit with uh, with uh, Giroud and um, yeah, your Spanish lad. Morata. Um, mm. Yeah, I just you look at them and they they play the same way every week, and they don't really have haven't really freshened a team up much. You look at someone like a Kovacic, you know, I don't understand why Loftus Cheek doesn't get a, a bit of a go in this side. Um, no, I'm a big Loftus fan. He just doesn't seem to get anywhere near it. Uh, yeah, the Hudson Adoy. Could you play him instead of a Willian? I, mean, I like Willian, but and I just yeah, just you know what's coming, and, and teams are adapting accordingly. And I don't think uh, Sarri's probably got all the all the good players he wants there. And so cut off, you know, yeah, get on, press them a bit, cut off Jorginho's supplier lines, and yeah, get after him a bit, really. And I think they think they just got a bit of a soft underbelly, and uh, yeah, if I, if I was picking a fourth, I think I'd, I'd probably go United. Yeah, I mean, perhaps, perhaps you were saying before that Chelsea are a flat trap bully, um, and that would probably bear true, even even though they lose to Arsenal, they're still going to pick up uh, results by and large against the rest of the teams. Um, I just think they've got enough enough quality there. Um, like I can say I, I can't see United sustaining it. Um, Arsenal a bit too inconsistent. Um, United has still got Champions League football as well. Um, yeah, I, I think I think Chelsea will will just eke it out in the end. But um, yeah, it should it should at least provide a bit of a battle. You, you do make a fair point that uh, the, the probably the massive the biggest bonus he going having having a, a good striker is that Hazard gets back to his his best position, which is. Oh yeah, but he's one of the best in the world at that position. Whereas as a false nine, he's just wasted, isn't he? Um, and you, yeah, a player that good, you don't want to waste. Um, he's he's not a, a Messi or Ronaldo in playing him in that false nine role. He doesn't doesn't link up play. How hazard you want him running at people because his feet are feet are seconds to none really in terms of skinning people. Um, oh. So yeah, it could be that. But uh, speaking of, of Arsenal United, uh, it's the big game of the weekend because uh, we haven't got any Premiership this weekend. It's the cup, isn't it? And they're the, uh, the Friday is. night game. Yeah, and uh, who would your money be on there? Then is it Arsenal at home? It's at the Emirates. Uh, so I think I'll say Arsenal. Um, I think going on from a, a good win. I think oh, maybe, maybe Ozil will get a game. <laughs> um, <laughs> maybe Arsenal playing the reserves. <laughs> yeah, could get a, let, let anyone in. Uh, Carl <laughs> Jenkins and Ozil together. Um, <laughs> is Carl Jenkins still there? Yeah, he's still on the books. Pretty sure he's. Is he? Yeah, I don't think he, I think he went on loan. I don't think I can get rid of him this summer. Pretty sure that's true. Yeah. Um, so yeah, big Jenko and uh, and Ozil together, along with uh, El Henny. It's just uh, yeah, maybe 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 won't go too well this uh, this game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I think uh, I think Arsenal will, will probably nick it. And uh, yeah, although uh, no Hector Bellerin after quite a bad injury. Yeah. Yeah, be, well, I'd say that'd be a loss, but he perhaps hasn't been as good this season as he has been previous seasons. No, but he's he's dropped a bit at the start, wasn't he? He was. He's probably still a a better player than um the Lich started over. I like, but he's just probably a bit slow for the Premiership. Um, hmm. But yeah, um, yeah, Bellerin gives you a nice attacking option at least, and that, that's gone now. So um, 
Yeah, I think Arsenal will probably nick it like a 2-1. But, yeah, as, as with the cup these days, you don't really know until you see the team sheets, do you? Because you don't know what managers are thinking. And with, with a Premiership game next uh, next Tuesday as well, uh, I know it's a, yeah. a Friday night game, um, we'll, we'll both, we'll, one or both of the managers put a bit of a weaker side out. But, in fairness, this is probably their big chance of silverware, the two of them. United aren't going to win the Champions League and, and Arsenal aren't going to win the Premiership. So, um why not go for it? Arsenal, Arsenal still in the uh, Europa League, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, you never know on that one. But uh, yeah, long way to go on that. I'd, I'd, I'd probably go, go go for the cup. Yeah, the cup's as good as any, isn't it? That it is. The other big ties of the round are probably a uh, couple of upset potentials. AFC uh, Wimbledon at, ho- at home to West Ham. Yeah, that'd be nice to see uh, an upset there, wouldn't it? Um, yeah, take it back to, well, I suppose... It, Arguably, whether you think uh, AFC Wimbledon are the, t- the team that used to be Wimbledon, or whether it went to MK Dons, but uh, being either one, it'd be nice to see uh, a repeat of what was it, nineteen eighty eight? You mean uh, when your boys went down to the uh, the John Aldridge yeah. uh, Dave Dave Besson penalty save, wasn't it? That's the one, yeah, yeah, and Laurie uh, Laurie Sanchez, yeah, uh, Laurie Sanchez with a header. Yeah, they um, played every every year without a fail, wouldn't they? When the uh, cup used to well, cup was on BBC. Oh, you, you see the highest. Yeah. Uh, a bit like watching uh, O'Sullivan's uh, five-minute, twenty-six-second break every time the snooker's on. Um, <laughs> just played every year without fail. Uh, you can almost they all, they was they was wheeled out. Uh, Vinnie Jones's tackle as well on uh, I think Steve McMahon uh, within the first couple of minutes of the game. Which any, any tackle like that now would have been just straight red. But back then it was. I think I don't even think he got booked. I don't even think it was a free kick. I think he just carried on playing. That it did. That it did. And uh, perhaps the other, other big side, Newport County, who uh, shocked Leicester last time. They're going away to Middlesbrough. Uh, can can your Welsh boys, the Boyos, pull off another upset? Yeah, well, if Tony Pulis, a uh, fellow Welshman, can um, could do Newport a favour and stick out a reserve side for Borough, that would, uh, that would yeah. I do feel a bit sorry for uh, Newport, really. They, you know, they get through that tie against Leicester and you look for a, a big name and then they end up having to go away to uh, what will be a a very dull game <laughs> against Tony Pulis' side, but uh, but there we go, uh, magic of the cup. Yeah, it's um, probably a fairly short journey. I would reckon that is Newport to Middlesbrough, seven hours, six, seven hours. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, Middlesbrough's lovely this time of year as well, isn't it? Yes, the Smoggies. I'm sure they'll be out there uh, for all, all our fans in Middlesbrough and Newport. I hope, hope you enjoyed this in-depth preview we've given you there. <laughs> But you know, Borough uh, chasing chasing promotion still still very much in the automatic promotion thing uh, fight in the Championship. Yeah. Could they put out a bit of weaker side and give Newport some hope? Yeah, I'm sure, and I'm sure they will. Um, again, Pulis, the one thing that will go for Newport is New Pulis is very much a pragmatist. Um, he's not going to well, he's going to prioritise. I would have thought the uh, promotion over uh, a cup run. Um, Although, having said that, he did get to the final uh, a few years back, and he was Stoke. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, I, I think uh, I think there's a potential for an upset, but I, I think um, Borough will. Uh, no, go on then, go on then. I'll, I'll, I'll point neck out. I'll say the Borough won't win. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Maybe they go to they go to a replay, replay down at. Um, uh, I'll be honest, I don't know Newport's ground. Uh, Rodney Parade. Rodney Parade. I've actually heard of that ground, but uh, yeah, that would be that would be good fun. On a cold, uh, cold yeah. Tuesday night down at, in Newport. Yeah. Goldie-looking chain potentially in the crowd. Uh, in fact, you, you should know what they're called because Blackburn played them in the cup 
Was that last season? We had players. We had players in recent recent times. That is true. Yeah, to, I'm sure that was uh, an away game which ended up getting called off. Um, but you know, far be it for me to uh, know more about your side than you. So uh, <laughs> I could well be wrong there. No, I think you are. I think we did play Newport, but you know, I'm a, I'm a big fan. Uh, we probably, <laughs> probably had a bit too much uh, Blackburn Rovers chat recently, so I'll move it on. Do you want to? Uh, <laughs> do you want to uh, have a go? Although we uh, managed to win this weekend. Against uh, Ipswich at home, oh, flying. Um, would you? Uh, you ready to have a go at your uh, Premiership eleven? Yeah, I'll give it a go. Um, so I'm, I'll just uh, yeah. So I'm going to go for De Gea in goal. Uh, likewise, same same uh, same keeper. Uh, and then I'll go for Van Dijk in defence. Also got him. Using my loop, using my loop option early. Um, and centre half partner of Maguire. I went uh, different here. First difference. I went Shane Duffy, the okay. Brighton stalwart, ex Blackburn player. Brighton. Uh, yeah, mm. uh, it's not not a masterclass in defensive play from many players other than Ben Dwight this season. So uh, I think it's fairly slim pickings, really. And um, yeah, Maguire or Duffy, both both handy players and probably both playing reasonably well. Uh, what about yeah. what about your left back? I went for a. Uh, Mr. Matt Doherty of the Wolves. Uh, just trying to think. I, th- I thought I'd, I'd Doherty at right back, I think. <laughs> I've got Alonso and Doherty as my full backs. I've got uh, Doherty and Wan Bissaka. I've got another pick, there's two right backs there. Oh, Wan Bissaka. Yeah, I think I've picked two right backs there, but there we, there we go. They're versatile. Versatile full backs. Just, just. Um, free fun football in my team. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think, like you said, uh, there's not been a great load of uh, defensive performances recently. So the fact that we've got two attacking or four attacking uh, uh, full-backs uh, probably speaks volumes. Um, and what, what, have you, what formation have you got here? We probably should have that to start. 4-4-2 uh, to keep it reasonably simple. Uh, like that's it, it is fine. Yep. Um, I've gone 4-3-3. Three, three. Uh, Putting it out there a bit. So I've got my three midfield. I've got Fernandinho uh, holding. There's my city option, and then uh, Felipe Anderson and Fraser from Bournemouth. My two attacking options. Okay. Well, I've won the same as you. I've got Felipe as probably my attacking midfielder. Uh, with uh, Adelaide Decore sitting behind him as uh, my holding midfielder. Uh, a nice powerhouse. Watford. Yeah, I think he's, he's been a bit of a powerhouse. Watford are. Uh, are in seventh place, aren't they? Having a pretty good season and, and just sort of bullying teams. I think he's he's at the heart of that, really. Um, so yeah, because uh, yeah, I mean Fernandinho was obviously incredible against you, but um, yeah, probably hasn't maybe played enough for me. We're missing a few games, so uh, I, think, I think he's only missed two games. There you go. Not not enough. Or <laughs> the Corey's played every game, um, and so I had Raheem Sterling as my uh, Man City player. Right, okay, yeah. But can't really argue with Sterling. And then uh, Hazard um, on the other flank. Oh, right, okay. So, so you've got. Um, okay, so what one defensive midfielder uh, and then the three three attacking in behind. Or just in front. Yeah, very nice. Uh, although, arguably, Hazard hasn't played there at, at all or much this season, but yeah, fair enough. We'll, we'll let that go. Uh, and then my front three then are Kane. Uh, Abamyang and Rick Uh Okay, pretty similar. I've got, I've got 
uh, banging out in Kane as well. Um, but no, no, Itchy Richie. Uh, you not not his recent form tailed off a bit. Not not enough to dissuade you off uh, Itchy Richie. Hey, he still must be. Still must have scored more than more than most. Uh, you know, I don't know. I, I couldn't say whether he, in the top scorer charts how high up he is, but um, yeah, he's, I think he's still had a pretty good season so far. Uh, does that mean you have got no Everton boys then? No, I think well, in eleventh place. I don't, I don't, I can't really think of anyone. Yeah, Richarlison would probably be the one. But maybe could have Dingy, uh, the the right back who plays on the wing at the minute. Um, good fantasy football option. But yeah, <laughs> you're getting your right backs and left backs mixed up again. Yeah. Or <laughs> full back, we'll call him um, in that broad category. Fernando did, did, did miss two <laughs> games, by the way. Uh, I thought it was, I thought it was more. Um, <laughs> So, so you'd probably say he's, he's played most of the games. He's, he's, he's had a fair go this season. Um, okay, well, uh, please feel free. Uh, we're on uh, on social media at the Pint of Two, both on Facebook and uh, Twitter. If you want to tell us which team you preferred, feel free, guys. <laughs> Should we? Um, we could do this as a vote. I know on uh, on well, we can set up on Twitter as a vote for Team John or Team Team Gaz. Um, we'll probably post the two teams on there. You'll. Uh, but should we just run through them quickly again? So I had De Gea in goal and a back four of Doherty, uh, Van Dijk, Maguire and Alonso. And then Fernandinho, Alan, uh, Anderson and Fraser in midfield. And then up front, Aubameyang, Kane and McCarlton. And I went De Gea, uh, Wembasaka, Van Dijk, Duffy, Doherty, Sterling, Decore, Felipe Anderson, Hazard, and then Aubameyang and Kane. Yep, so we'll, we'll set that up as a... Uh, on Twitter as a, as a vote for either Team John or Team Gaz. Yep, and uh, probably a football scoreline. It could be a 2-1 win for one of us. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah, we'll see, see, see what we... I'll, t- I'll take a 1-0, to be honest. Yeah, that, uh, that'd be lovely. Um, so that's probably uh, probably football done for the moment, Gareth. Uh, but uh, it was the final round of Champions Cup Rugby or Champions Cup, Rub- Champions Cup Group Rugby. Uh, and we now have our eight quarter finalists. Yeah, I mean, there was no real major shocks in, in terms of results over the weekend, was there? Um, no, Exeter had a bit of a go at Munster, and, and I think probably should have got the win, to be fair. Um, but it never looked like putting them enough away to to get uh, or to stop Munster getting the bonus point, which would have put them through. Um, and eventually Munster, Munster's defence uh, held on very well, and Nick's a late penalty, and that puts them, uh, well, got them in the their group win, and the lowest points are their away at Edinburgh in the... Uh, quarter-final. Interesting. Yeah, it could be quite... So what, what's... What, do you want to run through the, what the four um, quarter-finals are first? Yes, yeah, so we've got Edinburgh and Munster as the fourth and fifth seeds. Uh, Sarries, who, who didn't lose, won all their games and despite Noah and Farrell, who went, off, uh, went out injured in the warm-up, uh, gave Glasgow a... Yeah, it was a bit of a, It was probably about a wrestle for about 60 minutes, but then they came out quite convincing. The and they've got Glasgow again for the as a reward for their effort. So it's... Uh, Saracens Glasgow at the Alliance, uh, and then Leinster, who uh, after an early loss to Toulouse earlier in the group stages, um, beat Wasps fairly handily, uh, and they've got Ulster, so an all-Irish clash, hmm. and then the uh, the last tie is an all-French clash, so Racing 92, who I've watched a few times, I don't think are as good as their uh, the league, their form suggests really, but but they are they are good now, I've got a few... Uh, Few superstars and then just a very big pack. Uh, they've got their home to Toulouse, who uh, nice to see Toulouse back in the quarterfinals after 
quite a few years away. <laughs> yeah, last time they were in was when uh, your man Johnny was, was playing for them, wasn't he? That's too long, Gareth. So is it even longer than that? Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so Toulouse, uh, yeah, back there. But I think uh, they might. Never know. They might have a chance in in Paddy. Um, but yes, yeah, I think probably of the away sides to win. I think Munster's probably your best shout there, isn't it? Going to to Scotland. Yeah. 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 I'd had a bit of luck. Very good though, haven't they? Um, this season, they've even looked better than Glasgow. Um, which is saying something. Yeah, I mean, and Richard Cockerell, uh, we we forced him out of Leicester, but um, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's certainly got them playing. And yeah, I thought Munster, obviously, at Tome and Parker are, are close to unbeatable force, but uh, in Murrayfield, uh, Edinburgh's biggest game in, in, in many years, really. Um, it, I think that'd be a ding dong battle. I don't think Munster are, are a tremendous side. Um, I think. They defend well and go through the phases quite nicely, but they're probably not gonna not gonna smash you around. Uh, that should be a real real mm. physical battle. Uh, I think Saracens put Glasgow to the sword probably. Uh, yeah. I think Leinster probably probably do the same to Ulster maybe after having a bit taking might take a bit longer to turn the screw. And then yeah, probably probably resting, uh, beating to lose. Yeah, you're gonna go what three home home uh, winners and then Munster as well. Yeah, going on back Munster. Um, uh, that, uh, yeah, I, I'm going to back Edinburgh. Why not? I'll go for ho- four, four home wins. You're sticking your neck out there, aren't you? Um, but yeah. Well, uh, Munster are probably favourites over uh, over Edinburgh. I'll, uh, I'll check the betting odds shortly, but uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, good for the uh, good for the Irish uh, three teams in. Good for the Scottish two teams, French two teams, and. Uh, just one for England and none for Wales. Yeah, not ideal that. Not ideal. Uh, I like to think we're concentrating on the uh, the national team this this season. Um, after uh, having a finalist in there last year uh, with Scarlets, give the whole thing a miss this time and um, yeah, concentrate on the Six Nations in the World Cup. Munster are in fact four to seven favourites, Gareth. So I've really stuck my neck out with my uh, Munster prediction there. Yeah, so I'll, I'll argue that I have actually stuck my neck out with an Edinburgh win. Yeah, got home advantage. The, uh, the Martin, Mar- Martin Murrayfield, bag 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 parts <laughs> playing. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, not 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 great for the English teams. Exeter had a bit of a go, but the rule was up up against it, and then no one else really got close. Uh, and yeah. No, gl- gloss about the other one that we've got, got anywhere. Well, I wouldn't say they were close really, but. Um, but yeah, certainly, certainly better than the Welsh Welsh uh, contingent. Scarlets were poor. I mean, even playing Ken Owens at uh, number eight for uh, for a couple of the games. Um, well, Scarlets finally, you know, gave uh, gave Leicester a bit of a beating last week, and then gave gave Racing a real good game this this week. Uh, Racing pulled away at the end, but the Scarlets were up for mm. large parts. Just uh, disappointing they left it till they were already done, really. To yeah, and to be fair, they started slow last year because they um, they lost to Bath. And I think that might have been Racing again last year in their group game, but then they came back in there and beat Bath um, to qualify last year and, and went on to the final. But but yeah, this year um, it's just uh, it has been an injury hit season, but um, still they've, uh, it's been a bit of a poor showing um, all round from the Welsh teams. Yeah. Uh, whether that's anything to do with uh, Pivac um, 
leaving uh, Scarlets and he's known that he's leaving Scarlets uh, after the World Cup. Um, but that's played in the mindset, or you know, who knows? But um, but yeah, hopefully, like I say, hopefully with Six Nations looming, uh, looming large uh, in a week, well, week and a half's time. Um, yeah, hopefully that's uh, that's where the focus is going to be. Hopefully not, from my perspective. Um, I hope you perform terribly. Sack Gatland uh, just before the World Cup, going to turmoil. Um, it's not going to happen. But if we were, uh, yeah, uh, we shall see. We'll get to the Six Nations in uh, probably next week's pod, I imagine. Uh, do a, yeah. a bumper preview for it. But uh, let's travel from, from Europe to the complete other side of the world. And uh, it's the first Grand Slam of the year in tennis. Um, and already two of the, uh, the biggest names in tennis are out on the men's side. Uh, Andy Murray went out in the first round, didn't he? Uh, after yeah. pretty much announcing his retirement uh, just before. And then uh, Roger Federer was a uh, battle of the old venue, taking on the uh, new Greek lad, Stefanos Sipitatis. That's probably not how you say it, but... Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, Federer getting beaten in four sets after winning the first. Um, yeah, got got taken back by the uh, the young Greek boy. Uh, um, Andy Murray has probably got uh, one Grand Slam performance left in him, or possibly he might go. He might go to the French, but he's probably not best for his back. That is it. And um, no. Federer is probably on down swing. Uh, do you think there's a Grand Slam in either of their futures? Um. I think I've said for the last couple of years I don't think Federer will win another Grand Slam and then he and then he goes and wins one so um, I, 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 there's not much point writing off Federer but uh, but, but I, I don't think I, I think he's you know he has he's been phenomenal um, but I think uh, I, I can't see him win another one now um, and I certainly don't see Murray winning one um, I mean Murray uh, Federer final for a uh one last time would be, be pretty fun at Wimbledon but it's probably unlikely with uh, the likes of uh, Djokovic and Nadal patrolling who yeah. are both still uh, yeah. in the uh, Aussie Open at the minute uh, yeah Djokovic has, has rolled over both of them have rolled through fairly comfortably is, is that the final? Um, again it's difficult to look at the, the four of them have been the outstanding uh, tennis players for the last 15 years 10-15 years um, so it's difficult to look past uh, past any of those four um, and probably Djokovic and Nadal Still flying the flag, particularly as Nadal's sticking out a few years out through injuries. You'd, you'd perhaps think he's still still got some, uh, still got the legs, and Djokovic just looks like a machine, doesn't he? Um, so yeah, again, I, I can't see much past them too. Yeah, they could reprise their game of a few years back. There was the Open final, was it five hours fifty-five minutes? I think that game went on for. Yeah. Um, yeah uh, so that. Could be quite something, but you never know. The uh, Stefanos, the Greek boy, uh, if he can get through today, that he play Nadal next, you'd assume, um, mm. would be interesting. On the women's side, I see Serena managed to take out uh, Halep uh, today, so she's into yeah. into the quarter final. Did you see uh, see the announcement when they were coming out for the game? Um, the announcer, they were both waiting in the tunnel, and the announcer said, "And it's uh, women's number one uh, female tennis player." And out walks Serena, and then realizes that she's got through the uh, the archway. She realizes she's not number one anymore, <laughs> so she had to <laughs> had to sheepishly go back in again. Um, but uh, that made me chuckle. But but yeah, uh, if she's not number one now, she will be number one soon, won't she? <laughs> You'd fancy her, and as she could, if she gets through this quarterfinal, uh, have a rematch against uh, Naomi Okasaka, who uh, beat took her out in the U.S. Open last year, didn't she? Um, yeah. So that could be a, quite a tasty game. 
So we're saying that tennis is um, just the usual usual candidates then? Yeah, I'd, I'd probably go Serena and Djokovic if I was putting money on it. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, hard to yeah hard to look past Novak looking fully back in form. Um, but yeah, was, uh, Andy Murray is obviously uh, probably should spend a bit more time on him. One of yeah, probably the greatest British tennis player ever. Uh, Fred Perry might be turning his grave as I say that. Um, but I'd say say Murray's era was probably slightly more challenging to win in. And yeah, three mm. three Grand Slams when yeah um, the the three other men in your era have won a combined. Well, what would it be about forty? No, it'd be forty plus, wouldn't it? Fifty probably. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, he's done, he's done very well to win three. Uh, and I did see the uh, I see a couple of people shout that he was the greatest British sportsman ever, which I thought was a bit of a jump, Gareth. Uh, do you, do you think Murray's the greatest British sportsman ever? Um, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> but but to be fair, if you depends how you measure it, doesn't it? I suppose all these are things are subjective. But if you measure it on the fact that of the impact he's had on a on a sport, like you say. He, Happens to have been around where probably three of the, the greatest tennis players ever have been around, um, and he's done better than um, the most of the British uh, tennis players before him, um, including people like Rosetsky. Um, but uh, but yeah, I, I think he's I think he's unfortunate in that sense that he's he's around in the time of uh, those three, and I, I suppose if you take that into into consideration, then perhaps he's uh, he is up there with one of the uh, most outstanding achievements from a for British sportsman, but then is that is that better than um, than if you look at the cycling, for example? Um, we've had three different British winners of the Tour de France in the last uh, five six years, whereas the hundred years before that there was uh, there was no British winners. So is, is that a bigger impact um, on their sport? So there's more people cycling now than than there ever was uh, tennis players. Is it is it? Brought about uh, an upsurge in uh, participation. Um, not from the. Uh, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not convinced. Not from the constant strategies that the uh, the LTA seem to be bringing and, and different people change at the top there. I still don't think they've really. It's, it's still not a not a sport that's yeah easy to pick up really, is it? Um, and yeah, okay, cycling. It's not not cheap to buy a bike, but once you've got a bike, you're pretty much set. Tennis. You've got club fees, uh, you, your rackets don't last forever. Uh, you, yeah, it seems like a, well, yeah, and it's not cheap to go and get a call um, unless you're, you're in a club that you say you pay a membership for. So, yeah, I think, I think it's, it's still the most accessible sport. Um, but, yeah, it's undoubtedly still, uh, we love love the, the couple of weeks a year when Wimbledon is on. Um, so, no, uh, yeah, no, I think, I think that was quite outlandish to say about Murray, but yeah, I think you summed up very well. He's um, he's had a great career in, in a great era, and yeah, some matches of his will be, be remembered for years to come. And uh, yeah, even, even some of his speeches, uh, I, I used to couldn't stand Murray, and then he did his, uh, his crying speech after getting beat by Federer, and I thought, ah, oh, I quite like this guy. A fair bit of humility about him. He's got a, a very uh, nice, quite dry sense of humour. Um, he does stand up for women tennis players quite a lot as well, doesn't he? He's quite, he's quite the feminist, uh, probably mm. going for his mother, and, and yeah, um, doesn't doesn't really take any shit and, and always talks quite straight, really, if in a bit of a dour voice. Um, did you did you say he's a feminist because of his mother? Oh, I reckon so. I reckon so. <laughs> Takes one to know. But yeah, you used to Takes one to know one. used to hate Murray. Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> you used to hate. And then yeah, he, uh, he turned me around with a couple uh, of speeches, and uh, yeah, and then I thought. Uh, he made you. He made you cry, and suddenly you, you thought he was. Uh, it was my crying, Gareth. I was just. I was just. Just watching it <laughs> in, in wonder. Um, 
But no, uh, fair play to Andy Murray, great career, and I'd, I'd love to see him have one last run at Wimbledon, uh, and I don't think it's very yeah. likely. Um, no. Speaking of people who probably won't have any more runs, Gareth, uh, lovely segue there, Johnson. Do you do you see any? What what future do you see for Adrian Broner in uh, in boxing after a, another another big defeat in a big fight and then a, a, te- a terrible post match fight afterwards? Uh, should should we just move Broner on and get him out of the sport? Well, I think he was on the verge of that anyway, um, and yeah, unfortunately for someone who seems to have does seem to have talent or at least had talent at one point. Um, he's just almost like become the party boy that he, without backing it up with substance, really. Um, and yeah, a loss to a forty-year-old, like one of the a very, very good forty-year-old, and someone who's um, who's perhaps going to earn his another another shout at uh, at Mayweather. But um, but yeah, it wasn't. Uh, you kind of think this is probably the the beginning of the end for for Broner now. That was probably his last chance <laughs> to uh, to properly make a name for himself. Uh, yeah, it was kind of as we said, really, wasn't it? He was outworked. He, um, I think, he, he landed four punches around, which the uh, I don't know if you saw the interview afterwards with the uh, with Jim Gray, who uh, basically asked him how he, how he could say he won the fight when he uh, when he'd only thrown that many punches and Broner started on a go. And so the bloke said, "Well, you you're free, free and one in your last seven fights. Uh, who do you want to fight next?" And so Broner <laughs> said he wanted to fight the commentator. Oh, sorry, the interviewer. Um, <laughs> So which interview just calmly went, I don't think that'd be a very good fight, no one wants to watch that. Um and yeah, just <laughs> just yeah, Broner came off as a sport child as as he had for most of his career really, and um for someone who seemed to have a lot of talent and could have perhaps taken a the mantle of a Mayweather, he's he's probably just gonna end up broken, uh, maybe inside with all these uh, court cases he he seems to have coming. Um mm. but Pacquiao uh, keeps the uh, good times rolling. Um yeah, hard working Performance uh, and a lot of talk that it's going to be Mayweather too. Mayweather was at ringside, wasn't he, for it? It was, yeah. I know this is something that last week you said doesn't interest you. Does it interest you even more, uh, a little bit more now? Or? Uh, not really. I think we we saw it was already five years too late when it when they fought, uh, and now it's well, another three, four years on, probably five. But yeah, just uh, yeah, I don't. I'd like to see them at their peak, not diminished versions of them fighting each other. Uh, I know diminished fighters fighting does sometimes lead to uh, better fights, actually. But um, mm. yeah, just I don't find it, don't find it exciting, really. Um, so yeah, again, I probably still would watch it just because. But I might want to pay, uh, want to pay twenty quid or whatever they want to charge for it. Uh, but mm. if someone wants to have me round, to uh, well, well, they're paying twenty quid for it. I'm happy to join. <laughs> I bring, bring smiles and good company, Gareth. Yeah, I'm sure you do. Yeah, and uh, the only other sort of boxing story from that night. Did you see the uh, the Badu Jack fight before, or rather the uh, the giant hole in his head? I can say I didn't see the fight. It was the injury I saw, um, which you, uh, if anyone saw it, but you could you could pretty much see his skull. Um, <laughs> it was it was one it was just one big cut down the down his forehead. Yeah, it was caused by uh, a was, clash of heads. Uh, it was a yeah quite a brutal one, uh, and then. Yeah, I mean, Badu Jack has, has been a fighter who's caused a lot of good fighters in recent years' problems. He uh, beat George Groves. He uh, got a draw against James Gale when he was he was struggling in the last round, and then he put him down and um, beat Adonis Stevenson. And, and generally, had been a very hard man to beat. But uh, yeah, got got took the loss on uh, Saturday, which is, is not entirely surprising when yeah his head was just pouring blood. And if you saw the state of the referee's shirt afterwards, he was he was <laughs> his what had been a sort of light blue shirt was completely covered up. Covered in red, um, 
and yeah, I'm not, not really sure why the fight carried on for so long with a cut like that. Um, yeah. Probably should have been stopped, really. So that, that was that was quite gruesome. Um, but yeah, uh, well, hopefully he makes a recovery and yeah, this thing comes back somewhere together. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, lastly, Gareth, uh, the Super Bowl has been set. The uh, the two the, the semi-finals effectively were last night. The uh, the final four. Uh, or what, what, did you, what did you make of the uh, games, the AFC and NFC Championship games? Um, yeah, I thought they were fairly predictable outcomes, weren't they? Um, Patriots and the Rams, uh, both winning. Yeah, that was, that's what you predicted last week, wasn't it? No, I think I went the Chiefs and the Rams. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, that, that was that was that was hard leading head as yeah, betting against the Patriots is is just foolish, Gareth, as they showed once again. Um, so we'll start, we'll start with the Rams actually saying so that was the first game it was um, probably a lot more of a defensive affair than we thought uh, both before. They, were, they were sort of probably the second and third best offences this season coming in um, but it's, it was quite a slugfest uh, the Saints went out to an early 14-0 lead and we looked like they were going to cruise in and then the Rams dragged it back to uh, sorry for a 13-0 uh, lead and the Rams dragged it back to 13-10 uh, at the half and then second half it uh, carried on back and forth and uh, yeah, the Rams had a chance to go up four, but they chose uh, if they got a touchdown. But they chose to take a fairly easy field goal instead. And then they led mm. to, um, yeah, what they're calling it maybe the worst uh, refereeing decision ever in uh, the NFL. The Saints uh, managed to get themselves down close and uh, had three plays at trying to get a winning touchdown. Uh, they threw a play out to the sideline, and the Rams guy, uh, long before the ball even got there, completely smashed into the Saints receiver and knocked him over, which was. You're not allowed to do. Um, it was a very clear uh, case of pass interference, but for some reason the referees didn't give it, um, and it's caused uh, quite a lot of consternation amongst Saints fans. They then kicked a field goal, but they had the Rams had time to go back and kick another one, and then the Rams uh, hit a very long field goal in overtime uh, to win. So yeah, that that's uh, the Los Angeles Rams through. Uh, but then, so do they need to bring in VAR then? Uh, they've got a lot of replay, the uh, American sports, but not for judgment calls. So the passing interference is seen as a judgment call, and they haven't brought in for that yet. Although other other bits of American football, like the Canadian Football League, they do have uh, instant replay on it, and I imagine uh, they'll bring it in after this next season, Gareth. So good question. Uh, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me at all. They tend to the rules and sort of change a little bit each year. It tends to be after a big controversy over something. Um, and then yeah, the uh, Patriots Chiefs was was the better of the two games. That was a, it was a real, um, it was a great game. I mean, Patriots uh, as always were very well coached and came out of a great game plan. They were fourteen 0 up at half time, but the uh, the Chiefs eventually got it going, um, and they managed to score twenty four points in the final quarter, uh, meaning it was thirty one all uh, at the end of the uh, end of the game. And it was I think four lead changes in the final quarter, so it was yeah, both teams were going up and down scoring. Uh, but then the uh, yeah the Chiefs unfortunately lost to coin toss and uh, Tom Brady does what Tom Brady does and led the Patriots down to score a touchdown at the end of game as uh, in overtime mm. if you score a touchdown uh, that's the game over and so the Chiefs never never got a chance to even hold the ball but it was a uh, yeah it was a brilliant game the uh, the young Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes he's probably the heir to Brady he was brilliant uh, but Brady and the, the Patriots are that little bit better so yeah uh, Boston plays LA in the uh, Super Bowl. Yeah, Brady in his forties now, isn't he? Yes, forty. Is he forty-one or forty-two? I think. Yeah, he's um, but he, and he's not had the best season. But it looks like he's just been 
sort of cruising along now because the last couple of games he's just been as good as he ever. But he was, yeah, he was just picking, pick the Chiefs apart. Chiefs didn't have the best defense, but he, um, he didn't really get him a chance to do anything. Just, just very accurate with his throws, um, found place, and once again when the pressure was on the most, he was at his best. Um, yeah, he's the, he's the goat for a reason. Mm, very good. Uh, so yeah, we're um, yeah not uh, Super Bowl not this week, and they have a. Uh, two weeks before the next game so uh, we'll, we'll come back to that on next week's pod just another bit of uh, NFL news as they announced um, some games in London uh, later on this year they did will you, be, will you be going to them I think I would yeah it was, uh, it was actually uh, it's got steadily harder to get into these games it used to be they're quite easy to uh, to get tickets for um, now they're, they're increasing I mean, they're all sold out but it used to be managed to get them on the, uh, on the ballot the first day but when in last year the website have gone to pieces as there's not many people on it um Hmm. Not 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 the greatest set of games, I wouldn't say. We've got uh, the t- Panthers Panthers against the Buccaneers. Yeah, not not sure that'd be great. Although the, the, uh, we'll say the Bucks have made a, a decent coaching hire, so we'll see if that improves them. Um, the uh, Bears against the Raiders. Yeah, the Raiders were a bit of a joke shop last year. As the Bears were a very good side, but you never know. The Raiders have got yeah, if they could make some better changes this summer. Uh, the Jags, Jags with mm. the Texans. That that could be a decent game. They're, they're two sides who, who have been good in recent years. Jags not last year, whereas Texans was. But that that could could go uh, could go any which way. And then the uh, Rams, uh, the uh, Super Bowl finalists, mm. will uh, play on the Cincinnati Bengals, one of the more tortured fan fan bases going. Um, so yes, yeah, so it's not not a bad line. I'm not. I'll probably say the ones over this year. Were, uh, <laughs> we, 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 never, we never we never get the greatest games over here. <laughs> Literally thirty seconds ago, you said the, the lineup's awful, and now you said it's not a bad lineup. Uh, yeah. a, lot, a, lot, a lot's changed in that in that time. It's, it's all right. Uh, I think I think I think at least one of the games will be a good one. Uh, the other ones, uh, I'm not as hopeful for, but they, you know, they could surprise us. <laughs> they could surprise us. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we shall see. We shall see. Alternatively, you could go to Mexico City for their other international game. Oh wow! Oh. Uh, yeah, well, that, that is actually quite a tasty game. The Kansas City Chiefs, who were meant to be Mexico City this year, before we got ch- uh, changed to playing the uh, not the Los Angeles Chargers. Not in the uh, the Aztec Stadium, is it? Um, hundred hundred odd thousand, isn't it? One of the biggest stadiums in the world. Uh, it was meant to be this year, uh, but that got cancelled because of the poor field conditions. So I don't know. Yeah, they haven't, yeah, they haven't said the location yet because it was meant to be the Aztec, but. The field was in pieces. Um, yeah, right. yeah. So that might round about round us up for this uh, week of sport, Gareth. Unless anything else caught your fancy? No, I think uh, I think yeah, that's uh, th- th- that was that was us done. Um, yeah, bring on the uh, the FA It's going to be a bit of a quieter week uh, in terms of rugby wise and boxing wise, isn't it? But um, there's a little bit of football, and then uh, obviously the the big Six Nations preview uh, next week. The possibly the greatest. Uh, one-off tournament um, there is in in sport. Oh, it's it's, um, it's so yeah. superb, isn't it? Uh, yeah, Good. yeah. can't wait. Yeah, so that'll be uh, one of the big parts of the pod next week. And yeah, we'll do some FA Cup chat as well. Uh, but until then, and do catch us on uh, on Twitter and and Facebook, both uh, at handle uh, the handle at pinted two. Yeah, and yeah, please please ask us some questions. Uh, thanks to Anthony from. Oxfordshire for the uh, the barmaid question this week. Uh, if anyone's got a question, please uh, please do contact us, and we'll get a uh, a vote going for uh, which was the best best side out of uh, was it hashtag Gaza hashtag Jono. I like it. I like it. Well, thanks very much. Yeah, have a good week. Catch you next week. And you, see ya. Week.